The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. We have entered into a new time, something different, something brewing. We're doing a special broadcast of Medjinomics because there's so many things happening every day at this moment that is tied directly to Medjugorje, not indirect. It's the actions of Our Lady. It's Yvonne who said that Our Lady's one of her plans was to bring down communism. So, can we talk about politics? Will God be involved with politics? God is always involved in the affairs of man, whether he's there with it, helping it, showing it, instigating it, or if he's withdrawing from it. When God withdraws, Satan comes in, and we've seen that. We've been praying 35 years for Our Lady to do an act for our behalf. She's here with the plan. Are we going to just be stuck on the circle thinking, okay, pray fast, go to confession, go to Holy Mass, etc.? No, there's going to be physical changes on the earth. We see these things happening right now. The fingerprint of Our Lady, the thumbprint of Our Lady, is all over 
what's happening every day in the news. You say, okay, she says, peace doesn't come to the presidents. That's right. No, peace comes to the people. But the people, just like Trump said, I'm serving, is not for me, it's for you, the people. You'll make America great. You might say, oh, there he goes again about Trump. No, it's about recognition of the hand of God when he's doing something. And if you're against that, you don't see it, you're not in a prayer. This is all from Medjugorje. What's happening now with the president, things that are coming unglued, is what we've been praying forever. And we've got signs of this, how close things are. At Trump's inauguration speech, just before it, there were three people praying before the inauguration speech. One of them was Cardinal Dolan. And you had the other speakers before that. You had the timing. all had to work out. But here, this time, it worked out in an incredible way. Cardinal Dolan says a prayer from wisdom. That was his prayer. He just quoted directly from scriptures. And, of course, the Protestants don't even have it in the book of wisdom. So, to me, that is even strange and extraordinary that he chose that because that's not in Protestant Bibles. And so, the book of wisdom he read from, and that's what Joan's about to read to you. But what's significant is about this is exactly when he got to one verse sent forth about wisdom is apparition time of Medjugorje. God of our ancestors and Lord of mercy, you have made all things and in your providence charged us to rule the creatures produced by you to govern the world in holiness and righteousness and to render judgment with integrity of heart. Give us wisdom, for we are your servants, weak and short-lived, lacking in comprehension of judgment and of laws. Indeed, though one might be perfect among mortals, if wisdom, which comes from you, be lacking, we count for nothing. Now with you is wisdom, who knows your will, and was there when you made the world, who understands what is pleasing in your eyes, what is conformable with your commands. Send her forth from your holy heavens, from your glorious throne dispatch her, that she may be with us and work with us, that we may grasp what is pleasing to you, for she knows and understands all things and will guide us prudently in our affairs and safeguard us by her glory. Amen. God wants us to see his hand and these affairs because we've been praying for decades now for everything to take place. And finally, things are shifting our way just overnight, instantly. God doesn't work over time. He strikes like lightning. And we see things and laws and things being reversed like lightning. We've worked for decades to happen. What wisdom Cardinal Dolan just said at the last paragraph was, sent her forth from your holy heavens. Who's coming down from heaven every day? Who's descending and ascending back to heaven every day? Our lady said, 
on October 25th, 2007, God sent me among you, June 25th, 2002, from heaven. Wisdom says, sent her forth from your holy heavens. Do you think it's just a coincidence that that word was pronounced at 1040, apparition time, central time? That the moment of apparition took place when this cardinal is praying right in front of Trump and everything that's going on, the whole inauguration, right before his speech. The other line says, From your glorious throne, dispatch her. Alay said December 2nd, 2014. I am in the kingdom, but am also with you. And of course, the Bible verse just quoted, From your glorious throne, dispatch her. Coincidence? Not a chance. God wants you to see into these things. That my mighty hand is on this. I'm answering your prayers. If my people pray, turn from the wicked ways, I shall heal their land. The next line, that she may be with us and work with us. That's the book of Wisdom. Our lady said, February 25th, 1989, I am with you. Our lady said, August 4th, 1988, I work with you. Your corporation is necessary to me. I cannot do anything without you. And that matches perfectly the book of Wisdom when she said that she may be with us and work with us. The next line Cardinal Dolan read, says, that we may grasp what is pleasing to you. And all these messages say, December 25th, 1982, you have quickly grasped the message. And on December 1886, show more before God all that is beautiful and pleases him. And I repeat the verse, these are related to it, that we may grasp what is pleasing to you. And the next part of wisdom, according to Dolan read, for she knows and understands all things. June 2nd, 2013. I know of the pain, suffering, and difficulties. And the next word and sentence from wisdom. And will guide us prudently in our affairs. And you want to minus out what's taking place because of the political situation or his government. And God does not have his hand in it. All right, he says nothing is by chance. Not one single event is without chance. And so when wisdom says, and will guide us prudently in our affairs, on February 21st, 1982, a lady says, I will guide you on a sure way. And of course, wisdom again, I repeat, and will guide us prudently in our affairs. In the last line, Cardinal Dolan said, and safeguard us by her glory. Amen. And says, February 25th, 1992, draw closer to God so he may protect you and guard you from every evil. In November 26, 88, I will be glorified through you. That was given in the bedroom. And it matches perfectly the last line of the prayer Cardinal Dolan said, and safeguard us by her glory. Amen. Did you know that what Trump is doing is not just about the United States. Did you know that he's shaking up the whole world? He chose the topics. He chose immigration. He chose the things that he needs to speak about. And he's the one that turned just freshly two years ago from abortion and swapped to the other side. And people say, I don't believe it. Well, Paul converted dramatically. 
I tell you, this man is sensitive to your prayers. If we ever had a president that you can be praying for and he'll listen, it's this guy. Is he a great saint? No, he's not. But I want to tell you something that may shock you. Trump is anointed by God. This man holds office under the anointing of God. And when anybody holds such position as this, he'll be opposed. And he'll be opposed fiercely. But what we can take comfort in is nobody can defeat him at this point. I mean, defeat not in in the context of the word, but everybody's going against him. It always backfires on them. This is a sign for me that God's put him there. Not because he's sanctimonious, because he has traits and things that he has and the way he acts on, that he's the man molded for this time. His whole life has been preparing for this moment that God foresaw when his people cried out, I will give them the leader that would bring in union with them what they desire. So it's through us and through our prayers and sacrifices that this happens. But God's got an instrument. He always does. And so we have this happening. And nobody can explain every time somebody comes up, like we got them now, they're knocked down. It all backfires on them. That should be a big sign to you. And we even have Pope Francis speaking about this. He just said on the 22nd of January, he rather made it clear that he does not believe in illegal immigration and that the state must maintain secure borders for the safety of their citizens. This is the Pope freshly saying this. Who brought up the issue? Who made it a mainstay of their, their running office? And then had everybody else talking about it. Because nobody would stand up for it. That's leadership. They're following what Trump has put forth. In this interview, the Pope also added, last fall, he warned nations that they should not be taking in more immigrants and refugees than they could reasonably assimilate. Now, I came out very strong in June about Pope Francis and what he did about immigration. I wanted to just let everybody flood in. I said, he's wrong. He's out of step of what he's supposed to be doing. And this is not right. Now he recants that. And actually, he recanted in June. He's revisited this on the 22nd. You say, we can't disagree with the Pope. On the 22nd, he also said this in his interview. The Pope once more understood the right of Catholics and others to contradict him. The Pope, when he speaks about something like this of the world, doesn't mean he's infallible. He goes on and says, they have the right to disagree, he said. They have the right to think that the path is dangerous, that the outcome may be bad, and they have that right. It's the Pope who retracted his position on this. Now you see how dangerous it is. We have to be in prayer, but we can see things that maybe our elders, as far as in the church, may not see. And we don't have to agree with them if it's not dogma. You say, well, Trump, we don't know if he's anti-abortion, really, if he's just saying that get elected. One moment, this easy, this quickly. All several presidents could have done this in the past. On this January 23rd, President Donald Trump signs an executive order to defund international Planned Parenthood. And you should see his picture holding this up. He's not smiling. He's got anger on his face. But he put this up to show everybody, here it is, that quick. Why couldn't that be done before? Why can't it be done with people against life? We've had since 1963 this happen. 
And just like this, in one signature, it's gone internationally. So yes, I know Bush signed the same thing, you could say, and they retract it when the others come in. But this is different. We're in a different moment, and he's not going to stop. This is going to continue because he's filling the bureaucracy and the positions in the seats that ride on his coattails that will ensure that this can stay. We're going to be presenting you a few clips from past shows by a friend of Medjugorje that relate to this topic tonight. And you'll see just how strong, strongly the Holy Spirit and through Our Lady and her messages have led a friend of Medjugorje in his understanding of the events that are, are transpiring in these past years. And this first clip is from the November 10th, 2016 Medjugorje's broadcast. And we're going to play it right now. The battle was not the election. The battle begins now. Evil has come true. Our Lady said that. This is Medjugorje. Trump being elected is Medjugorje. This is what she's come for. Ivan said when communism failed, that was one of the things Our Lady came for. 9-11 started many things in the world. And when Trump was announced to be president-elect, reversed everything. This is a center point of reversal. And you know what the date was? 11 9 it all came unglued. 11-9, it's reversed. Amazing dates. Don't even think that Trump is not put there by God's design and it's tied to Medjugorje. It's tied to just like when she broke down communism. There's something big happening in the world. All these events worldwide that we see now, what you just heard, that was uh, said, what, November 10th, 2016, right after the election. And we, But we didn't see that then. We saw this way a long time ago. We've been saying these things for years. And we, at some point it happened, but people are not recognizing it other than there much excitement that they're expressing that's taking place. But all, all events that's taking place in the world is tied directly to Medjugorje. This is not a side item. This is on the front burner of heaven right now. And all of Europe's going crazy over this. The Italian leader of the anti-establishment in Italy, the five-star movement, Ben Pepe, Grillo, said... I read one of his books in which he says some really sensible things. He goes on and says he's very optimistic about Donald Trump's presidency, which will unite America. And so here we have Italian, European going completely with Trump. We had Pope Francis say, uh, we quoted him last week saying the same thing. Trump may be a good leader. He's seeing this now. So Donald Trump signs his executive order. That's not going to be the end of it. He's going to do other things. He's going to do everything he can do. You have a member of the Knesset in Israel says that Donald Trump is another miracle. And he goes on and says, explains about that when, you for, when you're for Israel, then God will protect that. Those who go against Israel, just like I said, right, go against Trump, you're going to fail until God takes that protection off. We have the Dutch leader, Greek Wilders, who is against the establishment, as part of the anti-establishment, is really full of admiration for Trump. But you also have the prime minister, 
that says there's been a part of all this immigration. He's allowed it. He's been a part of letting this happen. And now, because Wilder is so strong with the anti-establishment, he's the establishment. He even moves toward Trump's issues through Wilder trying to oppose him because Wilder is gaining a lot of strength as far as running for office and defeating him. So the prime minister says about the Netherlands to the immigrants, he says they should integrate or leave. He wasn't saying that. But Trump made this so strong in America and has caught fire into Europe, they're copying and realizing the people are fed up with this stuff. Trump has fired up all the anti-establishment across Europe. I read a news clip that says the growing number of Europeans are rebelling against decades of government-imposed multiculturalism. I've told you for a long time, multiculturalism is a sin. It's satanic. But we don't know how to address that because... If we say we're against multiculturalism, people say, oh, you're just racist. No, we don't have to be thin-skinned. Call us what you want. Decades of government-imposed multiculturalism, political correctness, and speech codes, and mass migration from the Muslim world. So here's the guy who's been in the middle to the left has adopted what Trump's saying. You have the German foreign minister saying with Trump, the old world of the 20th century is finally over. That's a huge statement from Frank Walters of Germany. The old world of the 20th century is finally over. He said, with the election of Donald Trump, the old world of the 20th century is finally over. How the world of tomorrow would look like is not settled. He says when there is any power change, there are uncertainties, doubts, and question marks. But a lot is at stake in these times of new global disorder. We are in disorder. And we have somebody from the outside as a U.S. president who's determined to bring order. Hungary's prime minister said the U.S. Donald Trump, his position that all the countries have the right to put their own interests first was a key phrase in his inaugural address. Did you know Trump ignited all these countries? Yeah, we should put our country first. Trump announced, we are going to put America first and make it great again. We wrote in, look what happened when we are sleeping, how anti the school system is in universities to teach that it's nationalism to be for your country. They took the word and eliminated patriotic and patriotic virtue, they will eliminate that. Why? For the global order. Trump is breaking up the global order. So in Budapest, this prime minister says, basically that he's on board with Trump. He's, in, he's invigorating people all over the world. For what? For changes that are coming. We know, Ivan said, there'll be physical changes on the earth. And don't get comfortable with the stock market today broke. 20,000, and it went above that. It's never happened in history. Don't fall into the trap. Everything's going to be perfect. Satan is enraged. Our lady just said Satan is very strong and wants to turn all of you against God and to return you to everything that is human and destroy in the heart all feelings toward God and things of God. We're in an exciting moment. Are you capturing these things? Or are you getting in your conscience just a tinge of maybe Trump is from God? 
when I say that, don't put it into context. Well, as part of P.O., St. Teresa, a little far away. That's another category. God uses people for different things at different times. He used the Syrians to crush Israel. Were they a friend of God? No, they weren't. But they did God's bidding. They crushed Israel. They brought tears to Israel. They slaughtered them. But they were God's instrument, and they went too far. But you should recognize the hand of God. At what point, what do you think is going to happen? We've been praying all these years. We've been praying 45 years or so or more for abortion to stop. And what kind of person is going to be the one that be able to lead through leadership, an example of all of the changes we're looking for? There's never been a president that's done what he's done in the last 72 hours. My point is not to gain support for Trump. My point is to recognize and get support for Our Lady. Keep praying. Pray for this man. Because his office for four years is anointed. And don't think Satan won't try to assassinate him or oppose him in every way. Look at the demons for Jeff Sessions, who is for Attorney General, that they're delaying it. They can't stop it, but the devil's doing everything they can to delay this. So one of the main stories out there right now is that Trump is wanting to put a big investigation towards voter fraud. And that should have been something all of you would have picked up on because of what a friend of Medjugorje spoke about before the new year. Again, from the November 10th, 2016 Medjinomics program, which was again just after Trump was elected. This is the clip from that. We've watched him for eight years, his corruption and what he's done. And suddenly he's going to work with Donald Trump. He says, we want to make this as peaceful as possible in this transition of power. We want to work with him. We want him to be successful. That's a lie. That's a lie to get on the door because he knows that Donald Trump can do a lot of investigations and see things, and he has things on him that he can go to jail for. The voter fraud that was out there in this election, they were confident would be enough for Hillary to be elected, and Hillary herself can be prosecuted. There's enough that can be shown up if Trump looks into it that Obama himself can be prosecuted. And that's the only explanation that suddenly he wants to be really good and be chummy with Trump, who he despises, who he actually hates, who votes for him he hates also. So that clip was related to What's exactly happening in the news right now at this moment? But the behind the scenes was, we saw right after the election, I wrote a letter to, well, we actually announced it on the air, on Medjinomics, I think, that you need to write a letter to Jeff Sessions' office in Alabama and in Washington. Now, keep in mind, Sessions has not been appointed as attorney general at that point. I picked him because I knew he had Trump's ear. And that we wanted to put something out. And I know the voter fraud was very strong in 2012. And that voter fraud put Obama in office. So we put together this thing. I wrote this thing and said, we need a thousand people to write just sessions to get Trump to do an investigation in voter fraud and to put the people in jail. Because if we don't, we're going to have in two years of the next elections for the senators and congressmen more voter fraud. They have to set, they can't wait to that point. They have to investigate now. 
So we put out for everybody to do this. And while this is already in the mail and people writing letters, we actually had one one friend of the mission said he's, he was sitting there writing down a letter to Jeff Sessions. And then he hears on the news comes on that he was just nominated for attorney general. He was chosen by Trump. So I felt it was our lady because there were several people I was looking at. Who do we write to? I said, well, we'll just do Jeff, uh, Jeff Sessions. But what I wrote in the, there is it says, in your letter, write to Senator Sessions and express to him that voter fraud will not go away unless it is dealt with today. Every instance of voter fraud in this election must be investigated and prosecuted. There must be consequences for those who broke the law so that it would deter people from doing this in the future. If this is not stamped out now, it will continue to be a problem in future elections. An example needs to be set that this will not be tolerated in our country. Make your letters brief and cordial. And we had people write from all over the place. And this is three months ago, or going on two months ago. A lot of people said they called. They bombarded it. This is in sessions. It's impossible for him not to see people from all different states. And even we asked people from foreign countries to write them. Though just a hundred letters would make him do this. And then we come out yesterday, Trump saying, I'm going to do an investigation of voter fraud. Don't think your letters don't have power. Don't think the prayers behind those letters don't have power. We've seen this before. We did the Alabama Supreme Court. Same thing. They are steadfast in defying the U.S. Supreme Court, mainly from the letters that they got by the, by the garbage cans full. They had never gotten that many letters for anything. So we can play a part in this. Our lady said to expose evil, and that's why we wrote this letter to expose this voter fraud. And it is rampant. And I wrote before 2012 that Obama would get in by fraud. And I'm absolutely convinced that he did. So this next clip is from a friend of Medjugorje's Medjugorje's broadcast, or actually the Radio Way broadcast of November 2nd, 2012. That was days before Obama was reelected to office. No matter what the votes are, forget that. Who gets in it will show where we are. Are we going to be allowed to buy a little more time? Are we going to get the full darkness that comes back in on Tuesday? It's God's decision. I don't care how many millions of votes are ahead of Obama. It's up to God that he won't get it. Because when we have ruling of evil and the executive orders and everything in place, that may have the power to wash away any votes. Again, that was a friend of Medjugorje from the November 2nd, 2012 Radio Wave broadcast. So we, we are living an exciting moment. The thing that amazes me is how many people don't tie this in to Medjugorje. They haven't seen it yet. And sometimes it's always been frustrating for me because we're into this all day long and we see things 10 years ago that comes to manifest today and still people don't get it. And we'll get a few letters that say, you just love Donald Trump. No, I love what God's doing. And yeah, our, our president, we have to pray for. This is the means God has chosen to change many things right now. It's not going to go away. The battles will get more difficult. Look, just look at the opposition. There's an exorcism taking place in Medjugorje. I've seen many of them over there. 
I've been present when the priest is praying over the demonic. They're screaming, they're hollering. Sometimes they have four guys, five guys holding down a girl that may not weigh 110 pounds. It's not exaggeration. I'm not making this up. We, I've seen it so much that when I sit going on, I just keep on walking down the trail. I don't stop. It's commonplace in Medjugorje. It was commonplace 2,000 years ago. The demons ran up to Jesus. Why you persecute us? Leave this body. And you hear this voter fraud come up. It's an exorcism. You hear the Democrats saying, there's no voter fraud. Why would we do that? Oh, you're just getting off the tub- subjects. Why don't Trump stay on the subjects we're talking about? They over-defend themselves, showing that there is voter fraud, that there is something to investigate. Because if they haven't done any voter fraud, why are they worried about it? They're not going to be exposed. But this is going to expose the evil. And and there's already stats out there independently shows up to 5 million people voted. 37% of the vote went in Democratic areas was fraudulent. And it's there. Pew Research has, has a poll on that. There's people who study it. They keep saying, the journalists are saying, oh, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. There's plenty of evidence. How do I know that? I haven't looked at that because we, stu- we pray and we study our enemy and we know ourselves. And that's how you win. That was the motivation for Jeff Sessions to contact this guy because he'll go after it. And they do need to go to jail. You say, well, we don't want people to go to jail. Yes, we do. I said in this message yesterday, January 25th, you little children pray and fight against materialism. You little children fight against modernism. You little children fight against egoism. That's what she said. And I'll read you literally what she said. You little children pray and fight against materialism, modernism, and egoism, which the world offers to you. You're in a fight. We're in battle. And we've got somebody God has put there in a miraculous way because there was huge voter fraud. And that's why the Democrats are so mad. You say, well, you're picking a party. I don't like a lot of things that Republicans have done. But one thing the Republican Party is they have a platform. They're against abortion. They're for life. The four things align, align with Christians. The Democrat platform, you can't vote and be a Democrat and stay a Christian. You can't vote for a Democrat without needing to go to confession. Because these people say, we are for abortion, we're for murder, and many other things and lifestyles that can't be supported by a Christian. So don't tell me what, what we're talking about. We should never be on the air talking about the Virgin Mary. All we do is just how sweet she is, what she's dressing up today, and, and all she's, she's so good to us. She's here to fight. She said years ago, I was in Italy with Maria at that apparition, but Mariana heard it, and then Maria had, at her house, I told Maria about it, and she said, I'll fight for you. So Our Lady has been fighting for us against Satan, and now she's given us enough cognition, enough understanding, enough messages, that now she says, I want you to pray and fight against these things. We're to fight against what we see. We're to fight for the good that Trump is doing, and dispel anybody that goes against these things. I just wanted to read a little section from a friend of Medjugorje's short book, American History You Never Learned, which was uh, printed back in 1993. And the title along with that was called The Time Has Come to Reclaim Our Lady's Land. 
he, he wrote back then, when you look at the founding of Christianity on American continent and in the founding of this nation, you will always find right there in the beginning a common sign. It was the Blessed Virgin Mary. Just as Satan constantly strives to suppress Our Lady's message from Medjugorje, he also has done an excellent job of hiding and distorting facts about Our Lady's leading role in the founding of this land. So Our Lady's all through what has happened as a friend Medjugorje continues to teach us through this election. And this is, if you listen to what he wrote in 1993, we have just come through this passage something that, again, he prophetically has stated. He wrote, It is time for a radical change in our lives and in our country's direction. We cannot follow our leaders' directions. We must abandon them and their miserable path as they have abandoned this country and its people. We must go back to the original principles God gave us. Through many events, we at Caritas already feel in our hearts that is happening. People everywhere are wanting godly virtues and family values to be first in their lives. They want simpler lives. There is a revolution happening. It is spiritual, and those in the world are not going to know how to stop it. People are turning more to God than to politicians who have abandoned God's ways. The founding fathers would have revolted against those who no longer reflect in the slightest what this land was intended for by God. We as Christians must abandon their leadership. Our Lady will show us the way, and we feel very strongly she will rely on us heavily for this. Marie Lee Pin is the head of the French National Front, an anti-establishment group growing just like the Tea Party and everything else that grew to what we are at this point. She states, clearly the victory of Donald Trump is another step towards the emergence of a new world whose vocation is to replace an old order. Nobody could have imagined the spillover to other nations that Trump being elected would cause. And everybody, and, the, and with all the resistance, why is it so fierce? Because this is an exorcism. Satan is entrenched in the establishment. He runs it. They do things like writing a $221 million check on the way out. How corrupt can you be? When, when Obama writes his check to send it to the Middle East, they should go to jail for that. Maybe they should investigate that. $221 million. This is where we've been. No telling what we don't know. How much under the cover of things been? Yes, we're sinners, and they're sinners. The difference is we confess. They don't see what they're doing as sin, or they deny it. Their conscience may tell them, but many of them, their conscience are dead anyway. So if there's anything you get out of this tonight that we're speaking about, is you've got to get active. In fact, I've written letters when I was in business that changed the whole corporation's thinking. Equipment manufacturers, we've got them to do things that is just the way the letter was written, cordially, and point out something. You'd be surprised what one letter can do. Delta made a policy change that they were going to make for the whole company. They got 200,000, I think, nine, maybe 90,000 employees. One letter to them went past the filters 
owned up to the top of the line and they changed the policy. If you write it right, you can change things. But we want you to call in or go through feedback that you want to sign up for a list that when we do this, that you'll write a letter. The email's a week. Telephone calls a week. The most powerful thing is to get a letter in your hand. You can type it. It's better probably to type it. But if you write it by hand, write neatly. Try to keep it to one page. Because if it's long, they'll just put it off. They'll never read it. But this has influence. For Donald Trump to come out right now saying, we're going to do an investigation on voter fraud. We're going to go back the last four years. We're going to see all this and come expose this. And they say expose evil. I guarantee you it's by the letters that Jeff Sessions got. Because just the impression of getting like 10 foreign countries asking Jeff Sessions, please, would you do this? We see one letter comes here, we make a policy change, or we do this, or we don't. So you have the power. We're in the moment. This is God's time. This is the time, at least I bring you into a new time. And don't misinterpret what I'm saying, that everything's going to be a rose garden. We're headed for dark days. And I told you before the election, the next president needs to be somebody that knows how to crash a plane. Trump has incredible experience. People say, well, he has no political experience. We don't want political experience. That's exactly what we're trying to get away from. We want somebody who can take a company from bankruptcy, because people are criticizing for that, and then turn it back to wealth. Because this country is bankrupt. And we want the wealth spiritually. And I can tell you, Donald Trump, he reacts to truth. He surrounded himself with New Yorkers. He surrounded himself with subjects that politics wasn't discussed because it's not good for business. He'd give money to the Democrat Party who was running for office as well as the Republican. But one thing now that surrounds him is an incredible cabinet and people with morals and Christians. And he can't run everything. And their influence with him will be very influential. So he he reacts to truth. So our prayers will bear fruit to grow conversion for him. So what are we left with? Remember, Trump reacts to truth when he hears it. He's sensitive to that. Our prayers will bear fruit for him and grow conversion for him. Trump doesn't have a closed heart. Your prayers will bring about conversion. He's sensitive to that. And he says, look at the signs of the times. Wish your lady, we love you, goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Metrigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.